Filled episode of the We Are Adult Show brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean Danny Fucking Millennials. Um, you? It. This is the one flaw of Millennials that I really can't stand. I can't handle it. And that is? Taking their kids to breweries. Oh. Um, one of the breweries that I've been like uh, suggesting you go check out mm-hmm. in the Philly area has multiple locations. I guess they have one in the neighborhood of Kensington. Gotcha. That ring a bell? It sounds. It I've heard of it, but I wouldn't. I couldn't tell you where it's at. It's East, West East Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> you should have done that with your mom. You should have taken your mom to go play basketball and get start a fight, and then she went right before she came home. <laughs> nah. Sent her back to California. Nope. In style and big willy style nah bro nah but uh but yeah they uh like that one is like their smallest tap room and so they uh passed a rule no children allowed after 2 p.m <laughs> good dude we're at we're at neck of the woods man right yeah so it's attached to a big building, and there's an outdoor soccer field, and next door is an in-down soccer field. Like, whatever. There's some other businesses. Um, it's cool. So we're in there. Like, I pounded an IPA quicker than you could, you could believe. And, like, literally, like, they brought in the whole fucking team and just sat them, like, on chairs, like, on one side. And, like, all the coaches were at the bar ordering. And it was... I thought I was like in a elementary school cafeteria for a second. I just getting getting bullied again. No, 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 never that. The kids came up and started to take your lunch money. <laughs> That's why you dropped the lunch money off before class at the little uh little kiosk at the little drop off station. Kids nowadays don't even like have to um drop it off at the kiosk. They just uh. Hey, Venmo it to them. Exactly. At the start of the day. I'll just scan my phone, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it makes sense if the brewery's like a restaurant. Not a restaurant. Not a restaurant. Straight up, straight up brewery? Straight up brewery. Like, they literally sat down, and, like, a couple next to the table next to him got up and, like, moved across the brewery. (laughs) I just looked at the guy as he was, like, walking by me. I was like, I don't blame you at all, bud. (laughs) He's like, I just want to give them some space. All the space they need. Yeah, yeah. I'm just taking like, care of them. I'm in the way. <laughs> yeah, cause I'll be. I'm about to be the problem, not them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I went to the Left Coast Brewing, like slash distilling slash smokehouse, like there was a, a soccer team, like an all girls soccer team, an all girls volleyball team, and like a traveling or club baseball team there. Yeah, but that kind of made sense because. It's a barbecue restaurant that also yeah. like has the stuff. Yep. You know, and it's the afternoon again, but yeah. I just feel bad for the kids where like the dad, the, the you know, like you can tell like the dads show up and like it's dad weekend, but he doesn't want to, you know, 
ditch his friend. His friend's more important than his kid. <laughs> and the kid's just sitting there with, like, nothing to do. Yeah. Like, not even an iPad to watch yeah. TV on. Or if they do have the iPad, they have it on, like, they're watching Coco Melon at full volume. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Ugh, dude, why do people do that in grocery stores? Have you, have you, have you, you not had anywhere in public? I don't know. F- fuck these people, man. Fuck these people. And, and it's even worse when they don't have kids, when they're both fucking adults. And, like, I saw somebody made a post on Reddit. They were on a, a three-hour train ride, and the couple across from them in the aisle started to start watching TikToks at full volume together. I would just bust out the uh, Slaughter Prevail. It's like, oh, we get to listen to what we want to listen to at full volume? <laughs> <laughs> uh... yeah but i feel the same way about dogs and kids man it's like look it's fine if you're just gonna be there for a little bit bring your dog bring your kid make sure you bring shit to do like we went to monkish one time this couple showed up with their dog with, and, and they had a backpack and then they opened the backpack and they pulled out like a little portable dog bed mm-hmm. and a little uh, like a bowl and like some icy cold water and they poured some of the water into the bowl mm-hmm. it's like oh you guys are way prepared you guys are good you guys are better parents than most actual parents <laughs> of actual human fucking children exactly like, they had some like stuff for their dog to play with a couple little chew toys and they just the dog laid down drank some water you know laid down and like started gnawing on one of its toys and it's like mm-hmm. all right it's entertained it's hydrated it's comfortable. It's not in the way. I don't know. So how about we drink away some sorrows, Danny? Bad experiences. For those at home, drink because you're listening to this show. Exactly. <laughs> I was, you know, I listen to all my podcasts at work, and so when I listen to a beer podcast, they're like, yeah, pop open a beer and listen with us. And I'm like, trust me, I would if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some my bosses on vacation, so I've just I've had to really deal with the uh, part of the part of the operation I don't like hanging out with because they're annoying. So, but yeah, the employees. Yeah. <laughs> no, not them. Sometimes, but not them. So. Uh, so, so we got whiskey for our. Uh kids and beer for our doggies yeah so i was i ended up buying a bottle of whiskey online because i got into i went into a random wormhole of thoughts and research so my friend was talking about ginger beer because she uh, can't find that much in australia and i was like why don't you just make ginger like drink cocktails right and then i was like well I wonder if they make bourbon, but they don't call it bourbon. You know what I mean? Because you it, you could really kind of make bourbon anywhere. Um, it's just called bourbon if it's in the United States. But as long as you it's follow like, the uh, other things, like right, technically like, um, <laughs> farmhouse style or lambic style, because we can't make it actual farmhouse or lambic beers out here. Yeah, no. Or um, sparkling wine. As opposed to champagne. Exactly. So this is the um, this is an Australian whiskey that I bought online. They do distribute in the U.S., so you can. It's not like it's shipped from 
Well, I guess it did ship from Australia here, but I didn't pay that one. I just paid it from to get it from the distributor here. Here, um, this is the Star War Two Fold Double Grain Australian Whiskey. So they they like to do flavor forward Australian whiskey matured in Australian red wine barrels. So you you can smell the wine. I'm a little fucking worried. <laughs> well, it's like um, you can make you're making your own um, New York old fashioned in one bottle. Yeah, maybe. You ever had? No, there's I'm a not. fish place out by me, and I want to go back because I want to get those again. It's basically just a regular old fashioned with some uh, red wine yeah. splashed on top. Pretty fucking amazing. Okay, I don't know. So let's see. Let's see if I can get this. So. Um, it's an approachable whiskey with bright aromas of spiced vanilla, tropical fruits, and cereals. The uh, palate is rounded, carrying hints of red apples and berries. So, and finished with a delicate and soft tannins and lingering red fruits. All in that a whiskey. <laughs> that doesn't sound Australian. I didn't hear. I didn't hear one drop of the word cunt. <laughs> Um, I'm drinking my whiskey on ice because I do need mine chilled a little bit to get it down. That does not burn too bad. What is the ABV? This is, it's forty percent um, alcohol by volume. Yeah. You just got. Is that what it is? You just double it. Yes. Anyways, 80 proof. Unless they, unless they do some weird Australian map and it's different. <laughs> and, you, and you said your friend from Australia doesn't can't find any ginger beer? Uh, She's just looking for more ginger beer. There is like some, but I think maybe okay, it's not very good. I don't know. The ginger beer that I always drink, well, I my uh, option 1A to my option 1B of the beaver tree ginger beers is Australian. So I was like, what are you talking about? Like the best ginger, she already has the best ginger beer. She doesn't need anything else. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes people just think the grass is greener on the other side. I don't know. But the, but then I started thinking, I'm like, are they lying to us? Is it only Australian in name, like Outback Steakhouse? Because <laughs> I don't I don't recall seeing very many blooming onions just rolling across the prairies in Australia. <laughs> this is yeah, actually easy to drink. Is it? Like, it burns a little bit, but like... I'm not getting like the mouth fire or anything. I don't know if it's just a little water down from the ice, but it's like pretty easy to drink. Like, I don't know. Um, it's not like flavorful, like drinking like a beer and stuff. Like, I can't get all those fancy flavors we just talked about. Like, I just feel like I'm drinking cold whiskey, <laughs> but it's not destroying my body <laughs> or my uh my mouth and stuff so i don't know it's it's pretty it's pretty good i i'm kind of excited to try this in a couple cocktails so but definitely I, uh, uh, not bad i think um, i could i might have to do another glass you might have um, i would say probably yes so yeah because the bundaberg uh ginger beer is named after the town of bundaberg australia and, and I guess apparently in Australia, the locals just call it Boondi. 
Is it frowned upon to drink right from the glass, from the bottle? I mean, no. Mm-hmm. According to that, you know, fabulous documentary, um, Neat, um, there's no, uh, don't let anyone tell you how to drink your whiskey. <laughs> drink it how you want it. I'm going to go for a no ice drink. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Chug, 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 chug. Chug, 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 chug. Yeah, that's very gentle. Even straight out of the bottle. Even neat. Warm and neat. I get, I get like a little bit of the tingling and stuff, but it is, it's really smooth. Like the only way is... you could have made it class. The only way you made it you could have made it classier is if you uh, put it in a paper bag before you take that drink. <laughs> I am, I'm shocked. Like I could just, I almost just want to do a chill glass and just drink it straight, like that. Get rid of the ice. I don't think you need like that buffer. You don't need that. Water it down a little bit. Yeah. Darward Twofold Australian Whiskey. I They did give me, like, a small bottle, because I bought, like, it came with, like, a special, I bought a special pack, and it's, like, supposed to be, like, a single malt whiskey, so maybe I'll try that on the show next week. And then, because at least it's small, so that way I don't have to, um, I don't have to worry about a big bottle. Yeah, so, if I want to, I could go back and, um buy it but danny since i know you are drinking stouts i decided to join you today oh that's funny because i didn't get a stout today are you fucking kidding me are you kidding me is what i almost said (laughs) (laughs) but because i bought a i I went to a la bodega yeah um ironically because they had a uh bottle whiskey bottle pick of a mm-hmm. nine-year-old and when i was kind of just looking around i saw they had a couple of um, authentic german oktoberfest beers mm-hmm. and i'm like i better grab those before they sell out yeah. and i was almost did one today but then i'm like no i'm gonna probably not want another beer later after drinking so i'm gonna have a a stout mm-hmm. i am having a stout that's <laughs> but that would have been pretty funny <laughs> yes so from uh Bajor beer services um from 903 brewers it is the may the stout be with you with maple coconut marshmallow flavored and a marshmallow yeah why does it say flavored instead of flavor and graham cracker flavored stout grammatical errors yeah this is i mean this beer is undrinkable it can't even describe it it can't even use english like some people on the show exactly it's from texas (laughs) so uh their education oh. system from what I hear isn't the best. Oh, you already know where they're from. I guess it makes sense. There's a fucking the Texas state right on the can under 903. Plus, I we have I have drank a couple 903 uh, beers on the show got that I got you. from uh, another liquor store out here. But yeah, so you got a Texas beer via Colorado. <laughs> Something, yeah, basically. Woohoo! Um, is it is it too much? Is this too much flavors things going in here? Um, I mean, it's less than that pretzel one that I had that had, like, 14 flavors added to it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm drinking IPA. It's just, like, 
It's citrus flavored. It's got three hops. Get drunk, bitch. It tastes like beer and possibly citrus. Or either tastes like beer and Christmas tree or beer and fruit. Hopefully, it's the beer and fruit. Um, this is a eleven point five percent ABV by volume. All I smell is like sweetness off my hands. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck happened. Like that's why I'm like sniffing my fingers. I'm just like, I was like, did you fuck? did you touch your bunghole? <laughs> like you're sniffing your fingers. I'm like, did you poke yourself in your brown eye accidentally? <laughs> One of the two. You'll never know. Roll a d20. It is really so, sweet. It, I mean, yes, I can imagine. It is sweet. Like, oof. I was. I don't. I don't think I'm mentally prepared for this. Um, and and I'm sure the fact that you just drank a a, a more sour or tart wine based whiskey <laughs> right this to fuck up your palate doesn't help at all. Maybe I should have had some water before I had the beer. <laughs> Get, or it. or like you're at a sushi restaurant and had some like ginger. <laughs> Something like that. Um, you get like abused with the sweetness flavor, and then you get abused with the high ABV stout flavor afterwards. So it's um, uh, it is a it is it is a uh, mouthful. The nice thing is, is the sweetness does have more like caramel brown sugar notes to it, so it doesn't just taste like you're like bit into like a sugar cookie sweet so at least you have some fun like it has a uh, more spice flavor to that to that sugarness like you want or that burnt flavor i should say so it gives at least that but it's like sweet like that strong beer flavor of a stout like when it has that high abv um that sometimes isn't masked very well um so it, if you don't mind that those flavors it'll be good you'll like it but if you don't really want either one of those flavors then probably stay away from this one you're not a fan of stouts or sweets <laughs> don't participate in stout <laughs> stout stougus stougus it's fun i don't think i have enough but i was when i was like recently I had drank a bunch of stouts, so I'm like, well, I got to figure out how many stouts I have left, if I even have enough. And then I started, like, opening, like, pulling up, and I'm like, oh, I have this? Oh, I'd have this? <laughs> and so I moved all the stouts to one location, and then I saw I had a bunch of sours, and I'm like, wow, I could do, for next month, sour timber. <laughs> you going to do one every day, or just uh, on Thursdays? Uh, at least on Thursdays, yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have enough uh, sours to do one every day, mm. but I do have at least enough to get Thanks to uh, friends of the show, homies of the pod, Solaris Brewing. Hey So my uh, my uh, stout for today is the last of my uh, 2022 Bourbon County uh, variants. Yes. This is the uh, Sir Isaac's Stout. It is uh, contains notes of dried fruit, honey brown sugar and lime zest. I think it's supposed to be like uh biscot flavored. Biscot? Biscotti. 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 Uh so it's a, yeah, so it's it's like on the yeah. Oh, oh that's the notes. This is actually it's it's aged in bourbon barrels with figs, graham crackers and natural flavor. 
Oh, natural flavor. Yes. I, oh, I could have waited even longer. It says that it's a. It could develop in the bottle up to two years. Oh wow. I only waited one year because they did announce their variants for this year. Mm. Like basically, they're doing some basic stuff. They're not, normally they come out with like seven or nine. This year they're only coming out with like five. And I don't know. They always have one or two that are only available in Chicago. And the only one that kind of sounds interesting to me is like the they're doing a banana one that they had done before. Mm. So I want to see how well they do bananas because I've had everywhere's version of a banana stout and I've had bottle logics that are both amazing. But because they don't taste like the the old banana that went extinct, the now and later banana, they don't okay. use false bananas. They actually put real bananas in the the mash. Oh, interesting. And. Everywhere takes it even one step further, and they'll like brulee the banana. They'll cut it in half and like brulee the banana before they throw it in there. And smash it down and like. Yes. Okay, I get the fig. Which, I don't get the graham crackers. Oh, there's okay. So you get like the 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 fig right up front, and then there's like a little bit of like the honey, and the lime. Those are the three the flavors that I'm getting really strong from. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure you know because they, thanks to uh, being uh, purchased by AB InBev, they make way more of this than they used to, which is part of the reason why people think it sucks because they don't, ha- they can't just go stand in line on Black Friday, buy out the stock, and then turn around and flip it for like double or quadruple the amount. Gotcha. Something sits on the shelf for more than 25 minutes. It's a shelf turd and should not be drank. Which I think is starting to happen with whiskey because I've seen. You know, nature returning to normal of people like posting pictures of what used to be super easy to get whiskeys like uh, E. H. Taylor and uh, Eagle Ten Eagle Eagle Rare Ten Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back when that was like the ten dollars more expensive version of Blanton's, and I'm like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend thirty dollars on a bottle of whiskey. What am I, <laughs> Mister Moneybags? <laughs> thirty dollars? You're drinking the cheap shit. I know now, <laughs> but like now those are ones like they're hard to get because they've allocated it and shit. But I've seen people posting pictures of them like at grocery stores for like, you know, a little bit more than what it used to be, but not yeah. much because everything's gone up. But as opposed to like, you know, Blanton's where that used to sit on the shelf for about the same price, 30 to 40 bucks. And now, you know, you go places and they'll see trying to sell it for like $200 a bottle. That's nuts. Right. And the, and the problem with Blanton's is, uh, Every bottle could either be the best bottle or the worst bottle. Oh, really? Because it's a single barrel whiskey. Oh. So it's not a blend. So if that barrel sucks, then that bo- that whole run is going to suck. But if the bottle is amazing, then it'll be the best run ever. Oh, my God. So you hear stories about it being up and down. Oh, yes. And so that's why people are like, Blanton sucks. And it's like, well, did you have a good... You must have just had a bad batch. And it's like, well, if there's a pa- chance of me spending, you know, over like $100 or more on getting a bad batch. Well, like, well... Well, people buy a box of fucking magic cards hoping for something good, and sometimes you don't get anything good. So it's just life. Life is like a pack of uh, magic cards. Sometimes Sometimes you get get fucking junk rares. So, uh, Phantom Ales in Anaheim, uh-huh. 
uh, has announced that when this pod, by the time this podcast released, there will be no more. Their final day is the nineteenth. No way. Why? Um, the official announcement that they're putting out on their social media is like, and they had kind of mentioned stuff before that the owner is just kind of getting old and kind of like not in the best of health and just can't really run the day-to-day their operations anymore and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, behind the scenes stuff was that basically he, it was like he uh, um, was trying to get a distiller's license because he already did like um, meads and stuff and he sold wine there, but he wanted to start making his own, I guess, hard liquors. That's the one around the corner from um... Bottle Logic. Bottle Logic, right? Yeah, they had some really good meads and stuff and I would go there, but then they stopped making the meads that I liked and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. And I just kind of forgot about it, but they had some decent food. Yeah. Um. But then he also kind of alienated people. Like he had some like anti, you know, California views on the uh, the uh, COVID stuff. Yeah. But then at the same time, though, he was like, he'd have like basically, if you work in the industry and came in and like, hey, I need some help, they'd like give you like free food. <laughs> so you know. It's it's one you know it wasn't like he wasn't like complying he was just like yeah all these rule changes and everything's up in the air man this is kind of bullshit for a business owner and it's like yeah it kind of is actually I'll give you that much but it's tough yeah. yeah it sucks I wonder if anyone's gonna move into that spot because the other thing that was cool about it and I wonder if this kind of hurt their business too with the um, opening of Windsor Homebrew Supply Store mm-hmm. right around right like literally across the street from Bottle Logic but they used to have that uh, homebrew sh- store inside there too yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if all the equipment's staying in there, I could see somebody taking over, depending if there was, like, anybody trying to do, like, a startup brewery or something. I don't know. Yeah, people were joking that uh, Green Cheek will probably buy it. <laughs> um, so I was able to get my hands on um, the uh, variety pack of the Haritos hard sodas. Oh, boy. And now, like, once I got it, it was, like, a, like, I tried to get it a couple times, and it was gone, and now it's everywhere. So, like, they must have, like, been, like, fuck it, people are buying it. Take the production in full mode. Yeah. Because at my uh, local State of Brothers, they have the 12-pack that's, like, uh, three of each flavor of the bottles, the Fruit Punch, Mandarin, Pineapple, and the Tamarind. Gotcha. Or you can get six-pack of bottles of one flavor. Or if you just want one, you can get the Tall Boy can of a flavor, which I've seen people post on their untapped when I checked them in on there yeah. from uh, sporting events. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, if I have to choose between, like, a Bud Light, a Modelo, or, like, a Mandarin Orange uh, Haritos. <laughs> Hard soda. With, like, with the same amount of alcohol, I'll fucking rock that all day. Fuck yeah, bitch. Woo! The only, the only complaint I have is, like, it tastes just like, I mean, it doesn't taste any different than the soda, other mm-hmm. than at the tail end, you kind of get a little bit of the wine cooler flavor yeah which i guess i'm used to because my mom used to like i was a kid when that wine cooler phase was like happening with bartles and james sneak me a wine cooler exactly bro them wine coolers they'd be hit oh yeah man <laughs> if you like if you, if you like the jarito sodas man and you can find and you, if they got them out there i highly recommend picking them up dude they don't have the grapefruit one though man no, they don't. They only have the four. Boom. They 
need to make a hard squirt, which now that I say it sounds <laughs> less, less than appetizing. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of things that are uh, sound less than appetizing, Taco Bell. That sounds bomb weird. right now. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm ready for some DB. Because you're a dr- little drunk, probably. Saw that whiskey. I did have some chips and guacamole before the show to prepare myself. Okay. So, but. But yeah, so they're being sued, Sean. And I think it's a, a class action, so you can jump in on that if you want. Ayo. Probably. And you'll, in the end, like, the lawyers will walk away with, like, five million and you'll get a, a free uh, taco coupon for some sort of taco wrapped in a burrito, wrapped in a, a <laughs> quesadilla. <laughs> or some or some mis- combination of that. Yes. Um, they're being sued because of false advertising, Sean. <laughs> really? Yes, because somebody was like, "Dude, they took a picture of like the the food that they ordered, and then they had it next to like the actual advertised picture of the food, and they're like, um, yeah, dude, like I barely have like, like your picture shows like." It's like full of meat or meat-like substance, and there's like the lettuce and whatever else is like just spilling out. And then look at mine, dude. It's like there's nothing in there. It's just shell tortilla. I feel like an artist made an abstract <laughs> painting with my taco. Yes. <laughs> and, and we definitely don't have the same consumer protection laws that you know Europe has. Yes. And the only reason we even get some cool things is because uh, companies get sued by in Europe, and then they realize it's just cheaper to make the change all across the board instead of making a Europe model and a American model. True. Sometimes it works out in our favor. Miracle. Yes. Fuck yeah! Woo! Coming around to make the biggest fucking profits. I'm a woo girl today. You are, Sean. <laughs> I mean, I think you're a woo girl every day. You just aren't drunk enough to show it. I used to. It's not about the woo girl on the outside. It's about the woo girl on the inside. Exactly. I used to work with. I used to work with someone, and she was talking about going to Vegas with her boyfriend, and she was talking about like the way he acts out there, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing because he'll just like drink too much, and there'll be people like in groups coming by or cars or whatever. He'll be like, and I'm like, wait, you're dating a woo girl, and she's like, a what? And so then I explained the concept of a woo girl, which pretty much is what it is. It's when you know. Usually, like, a white girl, especially in a group of other white girls, gets drunk and they start wooing over everything. <laughs> and uh, she started laughing so hard. And she's like, oh, my God, yes. Yes, he is a woo girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she came back and she was like, I could not get that out of my head every time he was like, like be he's like, we we're out somewhere and, like, there was a bachelorette party and it was like a woo off between the two of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Fucking good times, man. Good fucking yes. times. Oh, man. So, uh, we're missing out on the fight of the century, apparently, Sean. Wait, are we done with Taco really, Bell? Uh, yes, we're done Taco with Taco Bell's Bell. over. Besides my hunger for Taco Bell now. I'm craving for the, the, the taco wrapped in a quesadilla wrapped in a burrito. That's a completely <laughs> different item than the taco wrapped in a burrito wrapped in a quesadilla. That's... And they're, crunchy. They made it crunchy. Yeah. yeah. Their Power Bowls are pretty good if you're actually trying to, like, not eat super shitty-like and eat 1,200 calories in one go. Yeah. That's... Get your macros. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, do the Power Bowl, man. It's like 600 calories, and it's pretty big, so. And you got to go lift, bro. Bro. Got to get them gains. I'm trying to get them gains. I'm trying to get in on that, uh, that Waba Grill uh, market. The Waba oh. Grill bros. <laughs> Have you seen Reddit making fun of, uh, like, people, like, you know, trying to hit their uh, macros or whatever? They're, like, they're, like, making their own meals because they're and it's like just like plain white rice and plain chicken and they're like dude seasoning doesn't add that much calories <laughs> yes i'll i'll say this once i've said it enough times but i'll say it once again um meal prep is just leftovers with extra steps yes <laughs> like, meal prepping and, and is people... about is about consuming food not enjoying the food I mean, I know a few people that break that rule, but generally, yes. You know, I don't like these people. Uh, I can't handle these season, people. Seasoning uh, blocks your gains. Yes. And they're like, dude, you don't even have to put salt. There's other things, like maybe a little bit of paprika, maybe a little onion powder, <laughs> garlic powder. How much garlic powder you get? You you put it on there to get calories from, right? <laughs> so, uh. There was supposed to be a mixed martial art fight between the robot Zuck and ex-owner Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah, what are uh, they doing? I'm apparently, um, like, Zuck's ready. Like, he's training and stuff, and Musk is like, yeah, man, like, I watched some UFC. I'm ready to go, too. But then, like, originally, like, Elon's mom stepped in. And it's like, no, my son will not fight. It is not good for him. And then my creation, kind of like, my, I built them from a from a baby robot. Exactly. And so then they were kind of getting more uh, planning of the dates and stuff. Then all of a sudden, Elon Musk is like, "Oh man, nah, I need to have surgery." And he's and so was like, "Was like, all right, that's cool, man. Get your surgery and like work up. And when you're ready to go, like, he's like, we'll get it. We'll get with Dana White." And we'll uh, hate, we'll have people stream it or whatever, and then we'll raise that money, put that money towards charity. And I think that's where uh, Zuck fucked up, is because he's like, he didn't say it'll just go straight to your uh, profits. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it became a thing. And then so Musk was like, originally went from like, yeah, man, I'm ready for this to like, hey, I'm gonna be like near your house, like just hit me up with your address, and we can go and like do a couple practice rounds in your backyard. And so then Zuck was like, um. Yeah, he's not serious about this. Like, hey, man, hit me up when you're serious, and we'll do this. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, he's chickening out. Is yeah. Elon Musk was saying he was chickening. He's chickening out. It's like, no, nah, bro. Like, he's not like he he does not want to do like a friendly sparring match. He wants to like he challenged him to a fight. Yeah. And he wants the world to see it. He wants to fuck you up. You better, Elon better hope he doesn't fucking pull out his mega arm, mega man arm, just be like, take him out. I mean, I mean, Elon will just pull out his uh, Tesla flamethrower. <laughs> Hopefully it works. It doesn't shatter like the indestructible glass on truck. Yes. That ha the people have paid the deposit on like how many years ago now and haven't gotten? Yeah. Yeah, maybe oh, so, he's uh, not that great of a, a leader in person. Maybe. 
Well, I mean, he uh, gets credit for, like, inventing things that he didn't really, like, invent. Like, he uh, he's not the inventor of Tesla. He just bought it and gave the people that he bought it from enough money to, like, take their name off of the company. Yes. Same thing with SpaceX and the same thing with Twitter. Like, I'm sure, you know, people are already, like, telling us, like, oh, yeah, man, Elon created Twitter. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I uh I watched a couple movies, Sean. Ayo? I watched a movie called Babylon. Babylon. Babylon? Ooh, it's fancy. One of the the movies that Hollywood loves to make the most. It's a movie about there's two things that Hollywood loves to make movies about. One of them is about how much Hollywood loves Hollywood. <laughs> and the other one is how much it sucks to be Hollywood. And this one is the accumulation of both. It has like Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and a, few, a bunch of other people. Um, and it's basically about the transition of Hollywood from the uh, silent film era to the talkies. And how, you know, Brad Pitt was like the, the leading star of the silent film era. And he's gotten a little bit older and stuff. And people aren't really watching his movies anymore. And they're not taking him as being like the serious action romantic lead. And then uh, Margot Robbie is like the starlet and then when she gets to the talkies they're like wait a minute that's what she sounds like <laughs> and um i don't know if this movie how if there's any like factualness based in this movie or if it's kind of like quentin tarantino's once upon a time in hollywood also starring brad pitt where it's like an alternate telling of the whole charles manson killing where like they get the wrong house and nobody dies because they go to this they get the house with this brad pitt playing the stuntman that beat up bruce lee um but uh, at the end, it accumulates with this guy who basically was like the the guy that kind of tied all the stories together um, of him. Uh, he starts watching the movie Singing in the Rain, which is basically a movie about the transition of Hollywood from uh, silent film to the talkies in musical form. And so he's watching it at the end, and it's like – almost it's almost less subtle than the whole rat on the window of the departed because it's like you're watching it and it's like oh these characters oh that's supposed to be the um brad pitt character oh that's supposed to be the margot robbie character and this is that and it's like he starts crying and stuff and it's like okay so was the movie singing in the rain like based on like actual like people and then they found out who the people were and they kind of made what babylon about them or did they just <laughs> somebody was singing in the rain and they wanted to retcon what happened in Hollywood to get to the movie Singing in the Rain. I don't know. Who knows? But, the, but then I also watched the movie Bullet Train. With a, And this one's on Netflix streaming. So if you don't have, if you're not old like me and have the DVDs, you can still watch it. <laughs> or if you haven't anger canceled Netflix yet, actually. That's fair. Um, But basically, it starts off, you know, with Brad Pitt and he's like talking to somebody on the phone, a handler, and he's got to go to like a briefcase. He's got to go get to a locker and he's getting a job. And basically he's supposed to do a snatch and grab job for this briefcase. And you find out that the, you know, briefcase is like a part of a ransom that these two guys were given to rescue this guy. Who's like the son of basically the head of the Yakuza in Japan. But the guy wanted them to, you know, like rescue the son and bring the money back. And there's other, like, people on the train 
also trying to do it with their own ulterior motives. Um, Joey King is, you know, plays an assassin. Um, there's this Japanese guy on there whose son was pushed off the roof and he wants to go find the killer of his son. Um, there's another assassin on there. Um, you know, people were talking, it's like, yeah, this movie is this long because Americans don't understand the concept of bullet trains. <laughs> but, but it's like, well, first of all, it's not like, you know, one of those movies where it's like in actual time. Yeah. Like there was that one Jean-Claude Van Damme movie where he had like so many much time to like, assa like assassinate the president before like a bomb or find a bomb in the building of a hockey rink. And that was like the exact length of the movie. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, man, it's a pretty fun ride, dude. Just actiony, some pretty good humor. Um, Ryan Reynolds has like a super brief cameo as a <laughs> nice. as a repayment of the favor of Brad Pitt. Super brief cameo in um, Deadpool two. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I remember he, that. Because he's on screen for like two frames or something stupid. Because he plays the invisible guy. <laughs> I like the I like the interviews where they talk about that. Where he's like. Oh yeah, we got these people. They got this person, this person, this person. We got Brad Pitt. And they're like Brad Pitt. What does he play? And it's like, well, this invisible guy. And it's like, wait, what? It's like, oh yeah, we're not. We're only gonna see him for like half a second when he gets electrocuted and dies. Uh, that's too funny. Uh, Zazie Beats actually is it's pretty funny because she's in this too, and she was also in Deadpool too. Yeah, proving that luck is in fact a superpower. Exactly. It always is. Yes. Um, but it's better than I thought it would be. The dialogue is pretty good. You know, Brad Pitt's at his Brad Pittiest. <laughs> A little witty, actiony. Um, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. You watched? Oh, I was okay, gonna. I watched like a. Oh, I saw some like publication that said a bunch of movies that have been on like. That but then went into. Uh, delayed mode because of the writer strike and it's all just terrible like sequels of stuff that like, oh, yes. nobody asked for <laughs> it was oh, like man. it was like maybe the writer strike isn't that bad <laughs> like right we don't need we don't need any of this shit <laughs> but the problem is though is that it's like the stuff that we kind of do need is going to be the one that gets the first axe first because it's not a proven property true very true. I don't know, man. It, we'll see what happens. It's been going for a while, so. The last time the writers went on strike, it lasted almost a year. Yeah. So but also, the actors the actors weren't striking at the same time last time either, so it kind of helped. Yeah. I guess to keep it, drag it out, but. Yeah. Did the actors, are the actors striking now? Yes. They went on strike very shortly after. Gotcha. So, every, so it's, everything's just shut down, basically. Right. There's a, a few stories of like people kind of working around the strike, even though they're not supposed to. And the biggest one, I think, is a. Uh, I don't know if it's this strike or last strike. I remember seeing though Jay Leno was like basically filming shows, writing his own jokes. Oh, gotcha. Because he's not part of the group, right? Or is he's he? supposed to be. He's an actor. He's like you know. I thought. Wait. He's been in. He's been in movies. Wait. I thought he's he still has his own show. I thought he retired. I, I thought then it must have been the last strike, yeah. But you know, yeah, I was gonna say. And I know from the last one, um, they made uh, Doctor Horrible's sing along blog. Yeah. 
but they kind of that was when the writers were on strike and they just kind of wrote it their own and they didn't really try to plan on releasing it necessarily got you it was just something uh... for them to do <laughs> Nathan Fillion and Felicia Day and Neil Patrick Harris yes having a fantastic time um, so while I was on uh, vacation, I did actually end up binge watching Demon Slayer season three. Um, that came out last season. I if I can't remember, it came yeah, I think out. So, yeah. yeah, it was one of the two seasons that just happened. So it was one of those. Um, I always get worried about watching Demon Slayer because it is not like. There's goofy parts in it, but it is also pretty serious, so, like, it gets, like, it gets, like, anime cliche-ish. And I heard a lot of people just saying it was very mid and not very good, and I was like, alright, fuck, like, I don't know if I really want to watch it, but I was like, fuck, I want to, I, I think I saw, like, some goofy meme, and I was like, fuck, I want to watch it now. <laughs> so I just binged isn't it. That, isn't that how you uh, pretty much find almost all your anime, is goofy memes? Yes. And manga. <laughs> and manga. Um but uh I I did enjoy it. I was surprised that um so the heroes won the previous season. So I was kinda not looking forward to watching this season because I thought the pendulum would come back the other way. Um, so there was a, I, there was surprise, there was no heroes killed, um, which was, I thought it was interesting because I was kind of expecting it, but maybe that's part of the twist, the twist. Um, so, but a big event happens at the end, the last episode, which kind of sets up where the next season is going to go. So, um, I kind of have an idea on what's going to happen next season. So, I th the only other thing I could see that people may have been annoyed on is two of the side characters that are with Demon Slayer, the like the main character, were not in this season because they were doing other missions, and and um, while the main character is recovering, he goes to the special area where they make swords, and he bumps into two of the top demon slayers like there at the camp and they hang out with him during the season so um you get to see a lot more of the top demons um in the beginning so it's kind of interesting it's i it was kind of funny because as soon as like after the first episode it ended i was like okay this is the premise of the season and i was 100 percent correct so they made it very easy to figure out what was gen what was the general conflict gonna be, um, as well. The anime is still beautiful. Uh, the fight scenes were pretty good. I I mean I enjoyed them. I didn't think they did as much stupid shit with like playing too much of the previous episode at the beginning of the follow up episode as much as like season two because that was really annoying that I um was really annoyed about. Episode 1 was like 45 minutes long, so it kind of throws you off a little bit. Because you know me, I don't like that kind of shit. So, I was, was going to say, I'm surprised you are able to surmount that steep, steep hill. I know. I was. I still haven't even gone back and finished that singer one. 
Shame. Shame. It is a shame, actually. I know, I know. Um, man, I just started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I'm just too... I'm too focused on it. Like, I'm, be, I'm already... I'm trying to, like, catch up on my anime just a little bit from this season, and it's a struggle. Like, I'm, like, yeah. an episode... Um, instead of watching, like, the episodes, like, same day, like, I usually am, like, squeezing them in here or there. Like, I watched one anime before the show because I had... Well, I had more time. I could probably watch two episodes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what am I going to do for 20 minutes? I was like, oh... I was like, or what's it gonna do for a half hour? It's like, all right, I'm gonna watch it an I'm gonna watch an anime. So I'm like walking around doing stuff in my house, watching the anime to try to multitask. <laughs> I stayed up too late and watched I ended up watching an episode last night before bed, even though it was already late. I was like, I know you know what would help me relax even more in bed? Watching anime. <laughs> That's a pro that and not sleeping is a problem for future me. And fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I I'm good with five hours of sleep. I make it I make it work. Oh, yeah. Five hours of sleep is plenty. I wish I got five hours of sleep. Yeah. That's your problem. It it is. <laughs> Some people in this household yeah. need eight hours of sleep and they do not do well. They do not do well without that eight hours, so Oh, I know. I, 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 I uh, am experiencing the same issues in this house. <laughs> you know, when I'm going to bed to wake up, and you know, in like four and a half hours, maybe five hours when I yeah. get the, when I actually get into bed. And then, you know, someone is going to bed at the same time and not waking up for another three or four hours after me. Gotcha. <laughs> and then complaining that they're tired. Exactly. <laughs> oh, publicita. Wah, wah, wah. <sighs> All right, everybody. That's it. Wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. No, whoa, whoa, wait. whoa! You adding shit to the show? Not adding. I just wanted to ask something. You didn't. Uh, you kind of moving off on a tangent. You didn't answer a question that you you brought up during your uh, beginning of the review of your uh, Demon Slayer bullshit show. Hey, fuck you, bro. Um, is it as mid as people said it was? Um, I don't think it was groundbreaking by any chance. I think Demon Slayer has lost some of its charm. Um, I think I think they add too much fluff to the anime, and I think the story arcs that they pull from the books, I don't think copy paste into seasons very well from like a length standpoint because both episodes, both seasons, the last two seasons were both only like 11 episodes and last season it was like there was a lot of filler with that stupid like recap uh thing that they previously would... on demon slayer yeah basically um this one they had the 45 minute episode but it was also only like 10 or 11 episodes um i thought this i don't think the story was bad i just don't know I don't know. It was. I don't know if the story was good enough to get to the ending of the season because the ending is very important for the continuation of the show and the next steps of the direction. But I don't know. It, I I guess it was. I mean, maybe just. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think any anime 
with multiple seasons is going to bat a thousand. So I don't think it was bad, but I don't think people need to be like, oh, this is like a terrible show now. Like, like there's two right. main things that they had to get through for the upcoming seasons. Like, I forgot there was actually something else that, um, that also happened. Um, that probably is why the main character is in the village, in the sword village. Um, so there's two things that they had to get through to get to the continuation of the story that I'm assuming are going to be very important pieces for, you know, further down the, the story. It was it the best season. I think season one was just also just too good. It was like, it was flashy. Um, it was emotional. There was a lot of different things going on. Then you got the fucking train movie that fucking made me cry like a little bitch. Um, and then it was like, then you get the second season and you're like, okay, you know, they've gotten better and they're able to kill a, a strong demon. And then you get into this episode in this season. Um, and it's kind of like, meh, you get to know two of the other, um, two of the other strong demon slayer guys. I think that's part, part of the problem is they're trying to get you to want to like the seven top demon slayer people and they're trying to get like story arcs in with the demon like the main character to i think probably get them like emotionally involved but i don't know if it really works i i don't know like i don't i don't really care for any of the other i only care for like the main three guys and the sister so forth like the rest of them are just like whatever like they just i just don't think they I'm got their I lied. The movie, the uh, the uh, the flame guy in the movie actually was kind of cool. Like he's super cheesy, and you're like, "Dude, this guy's stupid." And then you're just like, at the end, you're just like, "Oh my god, he's like the nice guy. He's so awesome. Like why?" So it was like, okay, maybe he's he got he was lovable, but I don't know. The rest of them are just kind of like whatever. The butterfly girl, and then the gymnast girl. I don't know. They're okay. Um, I don't know. All the guys... The Butterfly the rest... Girl seemed uh, popular because like the last anime convention I went to and a couple anime things I've done, they had a lot of art of her and a lot of cosplay of her. Yes, this is the... Uh, this is this. She was in this season. So the um, the Butterfly Girl was like, I think, in, in season one um, with some of the different stuff going on. But yeah, the uh, the gymnastic with the, bra like the big braids, green and pink great okay. was this was her season so i've seen her have a lot more stuff happening on the uh on the interwebs um so the season is more of a uh transitional season like going basically trying to carry you like introduce you characters and bring you from season two to season four yeah i think i think so i think it's really i think it was really just a setup season i it's like it was like how much garbage Attack on Titan season two was, but you needed to go through that to get to season three because right. like there was a lot of like more they had to introduce more characters and stuff, and then like the real shit really popped in season three of Attack on Titan. So I'm assuming it's kind of the same thing. Um, uh, like I said, I don't know. Maybe it's mid, but I don't. I don't think it was bad. So there was there was some fun there was a couple funny parts there's some fight scenes and stuff there's two two things that they go over that's kind of important so all right I don't know all right 
It's not a love story. It's no, a, it's a slayer of demon story. It's not another world in a vending machine. I don't even know why I look forward to watching that one. It's just so e I think it's just because it's so easy to watch. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just silly. It's just fun. Yeah, I've only started one new anime that's going, actually two, well, one new anime and one second season. Which ones are you so watching? Um, second season is uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I haven't even started that. <laughs> and the uh, the new one that I'm watching is one of that seems regularly featured near the top three of the top ten animes of the season, according to you know the trusted sources of the weebs on Reddit. Oh, is uh on Netflix actually. I'm not. It might be on uh, uh no no it's not it's not on Crunchyroll it's only on Netflix it's called My Happy Marriage. Interesting. Did not see that one. I didn't even realize. I haven't even looked at any anime that was on Netflix. And then so. one of the other ones, and it's on Crunchyroll, but it's also on Netflix as an anime and live action is the Zom 100. Oh, got you. I, 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 I've heard a little bit about it, but not much. But I do see it like pop up on the uh, updated, updated list and whatnot. So, yeah, it does show up. It is like in the top five regularly mm -hmm. of the best animes of this season. Hmm. on according to a uh, reddit or whatever source that reddit is getting it from fair enough <laughs> fair enough i'm watching so much garbage i can't wait to review it we only got like another six more weeks until the end of the season and then well, like, there'll be anime like, dump <laughs> yeah, some of them are missing weeks though like um jujutsu kaisen missed this week because of something and then uh, Zom 100 is missing also because there's like showing some sporting live sporting event during the time it was supposed to be uh, mm. broadcast. Gotcha. So at least it's not COVID. True. Yet. Wait, again. Again. <laughs> Coming back for round two. You mean like four or five? Yeah, exactly. Alright, everybody. We'll see you next time. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, Untapped, all those magical places. And we'll see you next time. Later. Later.